please listen carefully. Hey, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm Erin Barton. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, listeners. Oh, hey, we started Aaron. with that this time. I thought since last time you pointed out how we never say hi to our listeners, I thought I'd, I'd flip it up this week and... I think that's fantastic. We love our listeners. Hi, listeners. Call us. Just kidding. No. Can't. <laughs> Do not call us. <laughs> Always use the website form. Um, We're going to need to edit that out. <laughs> I don't think we will. I, I think it's genuine. I think the producer is shaking his head no. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about unrepresented buyers. Right, Aaron? We are. Last week, we looked at for sale by owners or FISBOs and how to interact with those elusive creatures, the unrepresented seller. This week, we're going to flip the script and we're going to talk about unrepresented buyers. So in today's discussion, you represent the seller in a residential sale of property. You have your signed exclusive right to represent seller, making you the seller's agent. Um, Obviously, if a represented buyer comes in, you work with that buyer's agent and everything would be lovely and simple and hopefully you go straight to closing no problems Uh, but what happens when a buyer comes in without representation well first very first thing you need to do you need to make sure you disclose your brokerage relationship this is required by the virginia code once you have a substantive discussion about a specific property with a potential buyer who does not have their own real estate agent We have a standard form that covers this. It's Form 100, the Disclosure of Brokerage Relationship for Unrepresented Parties, which is a lot of words, so uh, Form 100 works as well. You need to make sure that the unrepresented party receives this disclosure. Uh, as, As you know, dear listeners, the law does not require individuals to use a real estate licensee to complete the purchase or sale of a home, though we know the many reasons why it is helpful to have one. Uh, With an unrepresented buyer, once you made your disclosure, you do not have to assume additional duties. And in fact, the law prohibits it without having the right documentation in place. Remember, you cannot engage in exercising your professional judgment with an individual whom you do not represent. But what can you do? Good use of whom. I thought so. Um, So per the VREB, you can show a house and provide the unrepresented buyer with information that is publicly available without needing a buyer brokerage agreement. You are not required to have a buyer brokerage agreement to take individuals through a home, but do need one if you start to exercise your professional judgment. That's something we really try to um, nail home here. So for example, answering questions of, is this a good value would require you to exercise your professional judgment. In addition, should the unrepresented buyer want to make an offer on your client's house, you can assist in ministerial tasks like filling in those blanks on the contract. Again, assuming that your brokerage agreement with the seller does not expressly prohibit that type of assistance. Right. Uh, You do have to be careful because, again, you cannot provide any information requiring that you use your professional discretion. So if you're filling in the blanks and the unrepresented buyer says, what should we offer? 
Um, how long of a period of time should we put in for the home inspection? Can't or do that. Cannot do that. Would the seller accept this number? Cannot do that. They can tell you what to put in the blanks and you can write it in. It can essentially be their scribe. If the buyer decides he or she wants you to represent him, then you may be entering into a dual agency situation and you need to make disclosures to both the seller and the buyer and obtain the seller and buyer's permission in writing before engaging further in that type of relationship. And although that's definitely not the focus of today's episode, uh, just remember that brokers may have different policies on dual and even designated agency. So check your office policy manual, talk to your broker before engaging in either one of those types of agency relationships. And if you have questions on those, go to the legal hotline, which now we are going to take it to the legal hotline. It was a rough segue, but it definitely worked worked out. Let's take it to the legal hotline. Okay, our first question. A prospective buyer is not represented and will not sign the disclosure form that I provided to him. So this is the Form 100, I'm assuming. Uh, What should I do? Although it eliminates the risk when the buyer signs the form because it helps corroborate that he or she saw it. We like that. We like eliminating risk as risk management for Virginia Realtors. Uh, The law does not require the buyer to sign it. So if the buyer refuses, you may want to ask her if he or she would just initial the bottom that he did not want to sign it. You'd be surprised. Um, Sometimes they're actually willing to do that even though they refuse to sign the form. Alternatively, you can write a note at the bottom of the sheet stating that you showed it but that the unrepresented buyer did not want to sign it. Ultimately, though, the unrepresented buyer does not have to sign, but you do want to make sure there's a record that you made the disclosure. Next question. I am representing the seller in a commercial transaction. Do I need to make a disclosure of brokerage relationship to the unrepresented buyer? Actually, no. Uh, This disclosure is only for residential transactions, and that's because the law assumes that parties engaged in commercial transactions are somewhat more knowledgeable Uh, about their transaction, about who's representing who, and therefore uh, they don't provide unrepresented parties with this additional protection. All right, our next question. My firm prohibits dual agency. Does this mean that I cannot work on a deal with my sellers and any unrepresented buyers? No. I think we get this a lot, but representing a seller and working with an unrepresented buyer is not the same as dual agency. Dual agency occurs when one broker represents both parties to the transaction. If you represent the seller and do not represent the buyer, you are not in a dual agency situation. You would need to make sure you do not engage in any type of activity that would be considered representing the buyers and make sure to make your disclosure of brokerage relationship to the unrepresented buyers. We have a lot of hotline questions. We do. Um, So next question. An unrepresented prospective buyer is told by the listing agent that there is an underground tank buried in the backyard. The prospective buyer asks about the significance of the tank. How far can the listing agent go in explaining to an unrepresented prospective buyer the significance of the buried tank? This is an excellent question. The agent needs to disclose material adverse facts pertaining to the physical condition of the property of which they have actual knowledge, but it is not required to explain the significance, nor should he. He should not provide his professional judgment to individuals who are not his clients. If the buyer asks about the implications about uh, for an underground tank or any other disclosure, the agent should direct them to a home inspector or a contractor, someone who has expertise in that area, 
um, or professional knowledge, but the agent him or herself should not be providing that um, advice to an unrepresented buyer. Okay, if the buyer is not represented, that means no one gets the cooperating part of the commission, right? So shouldn't I get the buyer to sign an agency agreement or buyer agency agreement so I can make sure I get the full commission? Well, and here, for I believe the first time in this episode, we get our favorite answer. It depends. Um, It depends on the listing agreement that you have. If your listing agreement says the owner agrees to pay a set fee, a portion of which may be shared with the cooperating broker, or if there's no cooperating broker, the listing agent is titled to the full commission amount. Um, So it just really depends on what your agreement is with with your seller and... um, you do not need to get the buyer to sign an agency agreement. That's my favorite answer. Read the contract. <laughs> Depends on the terms that Depends you already agreed to. <laughs> Read the contract. And so, which brings us to our final section for the day of limiting your risk. So you really need to know the representation status of buyers and make sure you ask. As we've said before, um, ask several ways. Have you seen the house any- with anyone? Is an agent sending you houses to look at? Have you signed any documents with a real estate licensee? This may help you to avoid an arbitration case at a later date. And double and triple check that you've made all the required disclosures. This is required by law and Im- very important when dealing with unrepresented buyers. And finally, it may be tempting to do extra work just to get the deal done because you, you, know, you want to finish the deal, get through it. Uh, But remember, you're not representing the buyers. Do not assume any tasks beyond ministerial work or you may be creating more problems down the line. Thank you for joining us today. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and be sure to rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2018. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jassar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.